Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day, Cephalon Collective, and welcome to episode 110 of Cephalon Squared. I'm Cephalon Greg, joined by Cephalon Lucas. How art thou good, sir? Thou art really good, sir. <laughs> good. Yes. Hi. I like it. How are we doing? <laughs> yeah, pretty damn good. We've hit 110 episodes, which means that the next episode Ooh. is the 111. One, one, one. An episode. I don't know. I'm trying to make the episode joke that we made in. Le- episode, yeah. Episode 11. Well, this one could be the, the 100th episode. Ha ha. <laughs> this is the episode elep- 10th. I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, hi. Off to a great start. Rambling. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> we have also noticed that there have been a bunch of new listeners that have joined over the past couple of weeks, probably as a result of TennoCon. The hype getting people back into Warframe, maybe bringing in a whole bunch of new people as well. So welcome to the new listeners that are out there. Glad you're aboard and, and hope you're enjoying the show. Feel free to reach out to us in any way, shape, or form that you like. CephalonSquared.com is the website with lots of different links. Probably the best place to go is to join the Discord, uh, which you can do at CephalonSquared.com. Uh, otherwise, the Facebook page is actually starting to slowly heat up now. So Facebook page is also a place to go if that's more your thing. The heat is on. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Now, this probably annoys you if you are a new listener, but long-term listeners absolutely love it. I promise. It's Weather Rambles time. Now for your favorite segment, featuring Cephalin Greg and Cephalin Lucas as they ramble their way through, you guessed it, Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. So here in the sunny town of Ipswich, it is currently 19 degrees Celsius with a 21% humidity and that wind is galing through. Yeah, that's 67 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's actually kind of cold-ish up in Queensland. Yeah, kind of cold-ish. Kind of. Kind of, kind of. The wind, the wind has that little bit of a, a cold bite to it uh, and it's a little bit more than a zephyr. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> I'm the one making dad jokes, Lucas. <laughs> Not you. Anyway, down here in Melbourne town is 12 degrees Celsius, 53 degrees Fahrenheit, 77% humidity. It was a shit day yesterday. Absolute shit. The sky was black the whole day. It rained like a biatch. I thought it was going to be flooded. It was not. So that's a good thing. It sounds like a great day. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, actually, considering we're in lockdown, it was absolutely fantastic because it was a reason to be in lockdown and just sit at home and play video games. So <laughs> I was okay with it. And, you know, that's a good segue. Video games. What video games slash Warframe did you get up to this week? Um, all right. So a bit of Warframe. I'm finally looking at the end of the, the Nightwave run. That last reward is in sight. So that's been going on. As far as other games go... More Monster Hunter World because, you know, gotta love killing big monsters. And, of course, the uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 online with my good old mates forming up a po- uh, posse. Yeah. 
Posey. Posey. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much all that's been going on. There's a couple of games I'm looking at to prepare uh, for upcoming streaming. Oh, segue into I'm bringing back the Silverlight yeah. channel. Drop it. Drop yes. it. Yes. It's happening. It's happening. So that will be occurring sometime soon, shortly. Uh, I'll be smashing out some new games. I'll be playing some mass builder for that. So look forward to it. There's going to be some cool stuff happening. Yes. And to prepare for that, you should make sure that you're following Silverlight. That's S-I-L-V-R underscore L-G-H-T, isn't it? It is. Make sure you're following him because he's going to have some good stuff. It's going to be Variety by the sounds of things. Warframe will be on Cephalon Squared. Variety will be on Silverlight. And maybe a bit of Warframe. A bit of Warframe here and there. Fuck yeah. Do it, Lucas. Yeah. 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 Twitch stream and Lucas, they're going to call him. Anyway, on my side, of course, there's been a little bit of Raid Shadow Legends. There has been a little bit of Mortal Kombat Mobile because I'm a sucker for Mortal Kombat. Love it. Uh, but also this week, Mortal Shell came out on PS4. And even though I'm not much of a Souls fan or a fan of those Souls games because I'm just too impatient and I'm not very good at video games, I still bought it because it just had that. It had a it's got a theme that really resonates with me. So I bought it, and it's really good, and it's a little bit more lenient with the difficulty. It's still fucking hard, I'll be honest, but <laughs> it's really fun. I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, Mortal Shell, if that's your thing, go get it. Today I also, awesome. and it's just today, I discovered a new game called Minion Masters. Uh, I, I didn't discover it. I'm not freaking uh, investigated. Oh, look what I found! I just dug it up out of the ground! It's been on Steam for a long time. It's free to play. Maybe many of you out there have played it. Minion Masters. Interesting game. Go check it out. I think you should because it's fun. Yay! Fun things are fun. They are. And we also played Warframe this week. So last night we did our stream. We jumped on. Cephalon's Ki uh, Cephalon Kiwi jumped on and played with us. And we just knocked out a few things uh, Nightwave related just to have a bit of fun. It was a little bit of a short stream because, yeah, I was I was a sleepy boy. I'll blame me. Uh, it was kind of kind of everyone's fault. <laughs> yeah, Kiwi's having PC problems. My keyboard shut off. Greg was feeling sleepy. <laughs> sleepy Greg. Old man is old. Uh, but I also played about an hour or two on PS4. So um, the excitement for Warframe is starting to heat back up. I did some framing. Uh, framing. I did some farming for some frames. I uh, got myself Rhino and Valkyria. Next, I really absolutely need to go and get myself Ash. So it yes. looks like I'm going to be playing a whole bunch of, I don't know, Ophelia, maybe, uh, over the next couple Possibly. of days to try and score myself in Ash. But maybe, maybe even some uh, Kuva, Kuva Survivals. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. Mm. Some PS4 Kuva Survivals. So if you're down for that, hit me up. Whoop, whoop. And if you don't see me online, hit me up on Discord and see if I'm around. See I, I need if he's around. To help me. Otherwise, I get bored playing by myself. Anyway, this is a good time for us to move into the news because some of that actually factors into that we'll get into why did you want to do the first news bit lucas sure damos supporter packs coming soon three packs of varying sizes including weapon skins signed dana and infested domestic drone and ephemera depending on which pack you purchase these will arrive on august 25th and will replace the imperium supporter pack they're very interesting did you have a look at these packs 
I did. I did indeed. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting things. Uh, in fact, even some of the, the, the weapon skins in question were actually shown off at Tenocon uh, during the art panel, and mm-hmm. they were the kind of questionable designs that look cool, but... Are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a shotgun, there's a pistol one, there's a um, a whip yep. skin. So there's a few different things. They're very interesting. But what I find most interesting about this is they're following the Path of Exile-style supporter packs. So with every major update, by the looks of things, they're going to be bringing out supporter packs. Last time it was just the one Empyrean supporter pack. This time they've got three tiers of supporter packs which is very, very Path of Exile, so uh, very interesting. And that infested uh, domestic drone is adorable and I think is the main reason to actually get any of these packs. I'm I'm right up there with you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm definitely getting one just for that. Yep, same. The other thing that's coming out uh, alongside Heart of Demos is a new Initiate pack, they're calling it, which is... Like I just said, coming with Heart of Demos, this will include 420 Platinum. 420! Nidus, Boltor, the Essential ba- Damage Mod... The Essential Base Damage Mod Bundle. Got it out there. And that Damage Mod Bundle also includes 1,000 Endo and 50,000 credits, so that's pretty good. Split Chamber, which is freaking awesome, and 2,000 Endo. So that's actually a really good pack if you are a new player. Recommended. Depends on the price. Uh, but this will see the removal of the Origin Pack and the Starter Bundles, so this is going to replace those. At the same time, the PS4 Renown Pack uh, 18 and Xbox Prestige Collection number 2 will be removed from their respective stores. There is no word about replacements for these just yet, but I expect they're just around the corner. Just around the corner. Now, the reason I mentioned that this would be related to what I was talking about is Nidus is a bitch to get. This pack <laughs> yes. <laughs> is a good way of getting Nidus if you want lava on any of your um, stuff. Of course, it does cost real-world money, but I'm thinking of getting it just to get Nidus. It's, it's a possibility. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definite. Yeah, it's a possibility. Moving right on, Tenogen Round 19 has been announced, and more details on that in the show. Wink. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, Heart of Demos. This is really interesting. Heart of Demos is now in cert for all consoles. This just happened overnight Australian time. So on Saturday, um, US time, basically. It's now on to the console manufacturers to approve for August 25th. And there is every chance that it may not hit that date. But that's not DE's fault. That's just the way the certification process works. What do you think, Lucas? Well, I think that it it really is up to the um, luck of the draw now. So DE has done everything they could to make sure it gets out before the 25th. And kudos to them for doing that. But uh, now, now it really comes down to luck and to see whether or not it actually gets approved i've got a good feeling about both xbox and playstation because i think they will fast track it oh yeah definitely definitely switch is a bit on the questionable side but it's not uncommon for switch to be a little bit more delayed uh behind the other consoles and pc yeah but all that said it's insert and there is every chance it will be available for wednesday so or tuesday sorry for the rest of the world it's wednesday for us in australia get excited Get excited. We're damn excited. Mm-hmm. Excited! Excited! Woo! All right, that's all the, the Warframe news. 
<laughs> Did you want to read out this bit, or, or do you want me to? Uh, I think you, you've covered it over the last couple of weeks. You, you can continue totally, the covering. Totally going to do it. Dutch's Xbox Duo Mod competition is over, and the winners are Lucas Drumroll, please. Leroy of Hick and Slap Bass 73. I'm sure it's Slap Bass 73, but I'd rather picture someone slapping a big ass fish in the face. Slap Bass 73, (laughs) who will each be scoring themselves Wukong Prime, Cronin Prime, and Tiburon Prime. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay, winners. (laughs) A winner is you. And that's it. That's where we're at. That's the news. That is the news. Now, we decided to try some different things this this week. We're we're shaking things up in the world of Cephalon Squared a little bit. We're going to do something we've never done before. Now, sometimes we get lost for topics and we get like, what the hell do we talk about this week? That's kind of where we're at this week. And then... I had the bright idea at 5am this morning. Why don't we actually go through Tenogen? We've never done that before and talked about each individual piece. So it's a new thing we're going to do just this week. We're calling it Tenogen Runway. So this week we're doing Tenogen Runway round 19. I have put a link everywhere that I can to the forums, to the page that we are going off. So if you want to look at the pictures while we're talking about them, Hopefully you can find it in your app or whatever it is you're listening to. You can click on that and have a look at the pictures while we go through them. If you like this, let us know. If you don't like this, let us know. That will basically or not we have Tenogen runways in the future. But yeah, let's do something different. Why not? Hey, Lucas. Hey, hey, hey. Let's do something different. Tenogen round 19 is not out yet, so it hasn't hit any platform. It will be on PC soon enough, I imagine. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it hits... uh the same day as Heart of Deimos. I expect it probably will myself. Yes. All right, let's indeed. just go through in order. What do you reckon? What do you oh, kishmoki. I'm pretty excited. Pretty Warframe skins. So. Mm. Warframe skins. All right, starting off with Ash Itchet Newmon, which is done by uh, Vulborn. Vulborn? Yeah. Vulborn. Yes, the Graphical Walrus's Workshop. This is a cool Ash skin. It's It's... I think it the the this kind of going into a infested feel. I think that's what yep. they're trying to aim for. It's it does kind of portray that. Love the helmet. The helmet looks fantastic. The skin itself, I'm not sure about. Like the the, the textures just don't really resonate well for me. I think the textures on the back are nice. The textures on the front maybe just blend into each other a little bit too much. Yeah. It'll be different to see when when it's actually in-game, I think, and it'll be good to see how changing up the colours change it. I think the front of the helmet looks a little bit too chroma, but I absolutely love the back of the helmet. It's got a long-ass... Like scorpion tail kind of thing. Tail, snake thing, scorpion tail. Yeah. It looks sick. I just want that helmet. Yeah, so, that helmet alone is amazing. Yeah. I like it overall, mainly for the helmet. But I think that the body, the skin itself looks pretty good from behind. The front, I don't know, comes down to seeing it in action. Yes. Much agreeance. Much, much agreeance. All right. You ready to move on? Ready to move on. Next one is Excalibur, Blade of the Lotus skin by Beast Buster. So I do like Beast Buster's work. The Blade of the Lotus stuff is actually always pretty good, I've got to admit. Uh, I am absolutely in love with this. And this one is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to say. Uh, 
It's it's easily one of the better uh, Excalibur skins to date. That, that helmet, revenant oh, wispiness in yeah, the helmet. that helmet just looks awesome. It that helmet alone kind of screams like a futuristic knight thing. Like it, it I love yeah. it. And I mean, the one thing I don't like about it, but it's not necessarily something not to like. I'm just not sure if it suits Excalibur because he is a uh, a swordy ninja guy. Is he looks like he's got pistol holsters on his hips. I'm just he not does. sure that really suits that's, him. Yeah, it's a bit on the bit on the weird, questionable side, but just yeah. thematically. Yeah, thematically, it's it's weird. Um, apart from that, though, fantastic skin. Uh, Beastbuster has done an absolutely phenomenal job here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely love, love it. that helmet yet again. Oh, yeah, the helmet. whole thing. Yeah, and the, the textures actually are really nice. There's a lot of metallics on it, uh, but not too much metallics, which is really good. Gotta love metallics. Gotta love metallics. All right, moving on to the next skin, and we have Garuda Tengushin from Lubox. And oh, if you love Garuda, you will probably love this skin because damn, damn. Yeah, it's a nice looking skin. I, again, I like the helmet most about it. The helmet's got a very uh, slipstream kind of thing going on. It's it it's, does. Looks a little bit Mesa in places. A little bit, a little bit Mesa. Um, it's got a interesting um, dangling uh, appendage. I was say from the dangly bit. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I like that as well. Actually, there seems to be a dangling thing theme. Yeah. Is it, uh, do the claws look any different to you from normal Garuda? I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that they are, but they look ever so slightly. They look normal, but yeah, hard to say. Very, very hard to say, but it's a nice skin. Uh, lots of, well, lots of reds on the base, uh, on the base colors of this. As for, as for the patterns on the chest and arms, like the, the way they've actually got the textures kind of situated are actually really nice. They're kind of, um, they're definitely not asymmetrical. They're, they're definitely not symmetrical. They're kind of differentiating from left to right, which is really nice. I like it when skins do that. Symmetry is always good as well, but if you do it right, um, having a non-symmetrical patterns on a frame actually can work really, really nice, and they've done a great job here. Yeah, it almost looks like a um, like an anatomical model. Mm. Like on one side, you're seeing the, the arm with the, the muscle over the top, and on the other side, you're seeing the bone with the muscle pulled back. Yeah. It's really interesting and different. And again, thematic for Garuda. Very, very well done. All right. Next, we have Gauss Agito Skin by Reco. Probably mispronouncing all these names, but that's fine. We don't know them. <laughs> We're trying. We're only human. Mostly. We're doing our best. <laughs> now, this is an interesting looking skin. Very sort of um, streamlined. Is that the word I'm looking for? Aerodynamic. Uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, suits Gauss. It definitely not sure suits Gauss. It's f- for me, but it definitely suits Gauss. Yeah. See, I'm not sure. It, it kind of looks very similar to the base skin, like with ever so slight differences. Hmm. Now the helmet's pretty different. The helmet. The helmet's different. The helmet looks awesome. Um, it's just a, a common thing going through this this uh, discussion. The helmets look great. <laughs> mm. uh, as for the the rest of the skin, it's it does very much um, coincide with the original Gauss skin. It's 
you know, probably probably more different than what I'm actually seeing, but first impression is that it's very, very similar. His feet look weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. We have Hildren Sigrun skin from Malaya's workshop. This this actually looks phenomenal. I am not normally a big fan of Hildren, but this... it Okay, this kind of looks like a Hildren version of the Koga. Oh, Koga skin, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it kind of does. I didn't think that at first, but now... Now yeah. you're seeing it? Yeah, it, it's... I like it. It's like Hildren I Koga. Can see that. <laughs> I can see that. It's not quite as detailed as the the Koga, and it's got a lot of faux metallics on it, which I'm not sure how I feel about. Uh, I like the metallics that are on it, though. The actual metallics are very, very nice. Mm. Um, And I like the detail on the arms and the shoulders. That's a a pretty good skin. Yeah, the helmet is phenomenal also. Yeah, nice and simple, but really, really well designed. Yeah. Excellent job. Now, you skipped one, so I'm going to go back and unskip it. Because there were two Gauss skins. Ooh, I this one, that one open. is Gauss Grax by Faven. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, you'll know that uh, Faven's skins are some of my favorites. I love the way he has tried to bring the... God, how did the faction... The whole faction just slipped my mind. Grenier? What are they called? <laughs> Grenier. I love how he's tried to bring the Grenier themes into the Warframes. This one... I don't know. It doesn't grab me. It definitely... I think it's, you know, without uh, putting down the last Gauss skin we were looking at, who is that? Re- Reco. This one is is maybe the better of the two, I think. I got to agree. I got to agree. Yeah. I don't think Gauss is a, a, a popular enough one for me, you know, in terms of my choices for me to actually go with this, but it does look pretty good. Mm, uh, I definitely... It definitely does uh, have a stronger resonation than the previous one, uh, but I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. It doesn't really like reach out and grasp me. It's yeah, it, it's it's Grenier Gauss. It's um, yeah, not really much more you can say. Like his skins are amazing, and it's this is done amazingly as uh, as he always seems to do. But uh, for the frame in question, it's just. It's very um, plain. Very plain. Yeah. Yeah, I do like it. It does have a bit of an anime feel to it. Um, But at the same time, maybe Gauss just isn't for me. Yeah. But still, it's good. It's great. Good, good, good good job. Good job. Uh, Now, something that is actually quite phenomenal and I love, uh, the Korra Oiran skin. Oiran? Oiran. Again, Malaya's workshop. Starting off, I'm just going to put this out there. The helmet for this Korra skin is phenomenal. Amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm not big on Korra myself personally, but if I was to play Korra, this is a skin I would have to run with. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I think this is better than the deluxe skin. Oh, that's no question. There's (laughs) absolutely no question there. This is absolutely amazing. You've got that really cool fox mask, like nin- ninja fox mask happening, and the the details of the headpiece kind of uh, done up as like a, make it look almost like hair is really damn awesome. Yeah, with lots of chopsticks sticking out of it. Yeah. It's, um, it's really well done. 
really, really well done. So kudos to the team on that one. Absolutely. And then the, the skin itself, like the metallics are in the in you know the right places. Textures are absolutely beautiful. It's it's one of the best skins we've seen uh, do, going through this so far. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a fantastic skin. I don't use Cora enough, and I may have to start <laughs> and yeah. employ this skin because that's pretty damn good. Damn good. Well freaking done. Very, very well done. All right, next up we have the Copra Mag, or Corpra, sorry, the Mag Corpra skin by Freling Hasmont. Now, Freling Hasmont has been making Corpra skins, so where um, Faven has been making the Gak series, the Grack series, uh, Freling Hasmont has been making the Corpra series and bringing Corpus themes into the Warframes, and this is his attempt at a Mag. Now, it's interesting. It has similar, in certain places, it has a similar feel to the Magdalux skin that exists, but it definitely is more corpusy. The helmet is very corpusy, but I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> it's very well designed, but I think the corpus aesthetic is just not for me, although I did absolutely love his, um, who was it? The one I really loved? Was it Valkyrie? Uh, I, yeah. Or Nova. 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 What do you think? I'm okay. So I'm I'm not big on the the corpus aesthetic uh, normally. Um, I do actually kind of dig the helmet. I, I'm curious as to what the text uh, text on the helmet is actually saying, um, and whether or not that rotates and you know on like a on a, on a yeah. wheel kind of thing. It, that would be really cool to see. Um, it changed constantly the, the the text on on the helmet. Yep, with you on that. So as far as that goes, the helmet is awesome. The skin itself is just meh. It, it's very much like the um, yeah your basic corpus uh, personnel running around um, relays and whatnot. You know, it, it's it's very it's very simple. Yeah, it, it's a very simple skin. Uh, the helmet is completely like over the top, elaborate. Looks awesome, but to be but on fair- a basic skin. Mag's, uh, Mag's skins are all pretty plain. And until you look at the deluxe, which is like. Well, except for that Crazy. Yeah. T- <laughs> so when I, when I said the um, deluxe skin before, I think I was referring to. What are the other ones? The one with the big bulbous head. Is that a del- was that a deluxe? Does she have two deluxes? I, I don't think she does. I think she only has one deluxe. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the one with the big bulbous head. It's very plain skin as well, uh, but mm. also one of my favorites because it has a very sort of 70s aesthetic to it. Mm. Next one, my one. Yes, Mirage Kitsune uh, by Kakarot2812. And damn, Mirage uh, off, quite often gets some really nice ones. Um, and this one is no exception. This Mirage skin looks freaking awesome. Lots of uh, gold trimming. Uh, metallics, which look fantastic. The helmet is very uniquely shaped. It is. Looks almost like it's supposed to be animal-esque. I well, think that's supposed to be, yeah, well, Kitsune, yeah. It's supposed to be animal-esque, yeah. Yeah. And it's very so, foxy. Very, Not very quite foxy. as foxy as the other one from before, though, but that was a bit more Naruto foxy. Mm. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. what it was. Korra. Look, yeah, the Korra skin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got to point this out now. Uh, 
the, the booty on Mirage yeah. Kitsune has two little flames. I was going to say, she's got ex- exclamation marks on her butt. Uh, not exclamation marks, uh, quotation marks on her butt. Oh, <laughs> uh, the finer details. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, you know, overall a nice skin, but Mirage, yeah. again, is not for me, but it is a, a nice, well-designed, sort of keeping it simple skin. Like yeah. it. Done, did, good. Yeah, and that helmet's really, really quite... It is something. It's quite it, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Hmm. Next up we have... Dun, 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 Nova Mithra skin by Lukinu. Ooh. Now, the Mithra stuff is always interesting because it is very anime-themed. And yes. as soon as you look at this, it is extremely anime themed if you like anime you will love this skin and i'm not a massive massive fan of anime but i love this skin (laughs) it's nice really well designed some glowing bits on it which is interesting uh it seems to have ponytails which is kind of different i don't know very very different for for nova Mm, what do you think lucas i love it straight up i love it it's uh it's got a very otherworldly feel hmm yeah, it, it's... It looks like it'd fit well into, like, a Final Fantasy universe. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, love love the headpiece. The headpiece looks fantastic with the, the added ponytails. Uh, the base colours show some really nice detail. Um, the glowing portions on the arms and helmets are phenomenal. Mm. I, I, I absolutely do love the Mithra. Uh, Mithra equipment, especially when it, when they implement those like those uh, translucent glowing portions. Yeah, it's sick. really, really nice. So that is a fantastic skin. If you love using Nova, this will be a fantastic skin to use. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it in the game. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Do the thing. All right, next one up. This one I'm so freaking excited for because it's a three-piece uh, set. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Sandana that this is kind of sporting later on because that's also been selected. But for now, let's look at the Saren Night Hunter. This is awesome. It's done by MZ3. And wow. Uh, if you wanted a Saren to look somewhat infested, but not infested, like half, half cursed by the infestation, then this is the skin for you because holy Damn! Oh, That's I'm in love. Almost a must buy for me. That I, is so good. I think I think that is a must buy. <laughs> wow. Yes, we will talk about that uh, sign down later. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but that skin is just fabulous. It really is. So much awesome detail. Uh, you got some nice infested boils occurring on the leg, but they're not too bulbous there more sleek, which is really nice to see um, uh, that kind of difference for infested aesthetic. And lots of glowing energy parts as well. So damn awesome. Love it. Absolutely. Wow. Nothing else to say apart from wow. Yeah. Well fucking done, MZ3. Indeed. All right. Now, this is another one from Beast Buster. So this is another Blade of the Lotus for Zephyr. Zephyr Blade of the Lotus V2. Skin and alternate helmet. Excalibur was amazing. This one, I'm just going to say, it's pretty good. The helmet especially. But our resident Zephyr fan can jump in right now. (laughs) Okay, I like it. 
all right? And not because it's a Zephyr skin. I like it, but there's definitely something missing from it. And awesomely enough, that thing that's missing is a Sindana, which is also selected for the upcoming Tenno work to be implemented. And we will talk about that later on when we look at Sindanas. But as for this skin, the textures are really nice. There's a lot of really nice detail all about it. It, 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 you know, looking at it, you can tell it's missing something. Yeah. You really can tell it's missing something. And I, I think it is definitely the Sindana that was selected with it. Okay. All right. I love the helmet, though. It looks great. The helmet, the helmet looks phenomenal. I don't know what it is with this, this, uh, this, uh, round 19 Tenogen, but the helmets look phenomenal. Yeah, that's fantastic. Hmm. Damn. All right, so that is all of the Warframe skins. Yes, and I believe we have one helmet, and this is the Titania Viragi helmet by Malaya. Again, another piece from Malaya. Um, I honestly don't know how I feel about this helmet. Yeah. It's got like a love heart on the front. It's it's almost like a misshapen lotus symbol. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's it's got some energy colors coming out of it. It's got, cool. Yeah, it's got it's some energy flame. colors. That, that's that's yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm trying to picture it on Titania. Like they 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 don't really seem to have a full scale picture of what it would look like on Titania here, unfortunately. Guess it depends on which skin you chose. Yeah. Um yeah. I like it. It's a standalone it. piece. It's a standalone piece, it looks good. It, mm. it it it's it's interesting. I just have to I'd have to see it on Titania before I can actually make a, a proper decision. It's very um, insectoid. I like the little mandibles. Very, very insectoid. Uh just looking at like the different colour alterations they're showing here and you can really see some of those metallics really do pop out when you, you know, change uh, the color schemes around. That golden yellow one at the end. Oh, really yes. Nice. Damn. Okay. All right. That that may have sold me. Um, but Titania herself actually has a really long neck, so- Mm, true. <sighs> mm. It could be weird. It could be weird. Yeah. But, but yeah. It looks good. We'll have to wait and see it in the game, but it does. it does actually look pretty good. Good job, Malaya. Yeah. Good job indeed. All right, we are on to the Cyandanas. There are one, two, three, four, five of them. And the first one is the Night Hunter Cyandana by MZ3. <laughs> Damn. Now, this is a Cyandana. <laughs> I'm pretty sure MZ3 also designed, well, I was about to say I'm pretty sure he designed the, or he or she, they designed the um, Nida skin from a while back. And yet there it is. Actually, no, I'm thinking of the Necros skin, aren't I? No, no, Nidus. You're thinking of the Nidus. It was it was it, it was Nidus, yeah. Yeah, so originally this was to... We were hoping it would come with Nidus a while back, uh, but it didn't because it needed to go through a few more reimaginings. It is now at version 3, or version 3.5, <laughs> and it has been approved. This is a, a set of demonic... Sharp looking wings with some chains on the end of them. I am in love. It is a must buy. And as Lucas was saying before, it goes perfectly with the Night Hunter Saren, perfectly with the Night Hunter Nida skin. This is, this is a must buy. 100%, 100% must buy. This is phenomenal. Uh, the intrinsic, um, 
the, the just everything about it is just so damn good. There is there is so much detail, you know, the skeletal structure of the wings, um, the fine detail of like the little little antennae of of um, infestation. Like everything about this just looks phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, I need to start hunting the night. Yeah, definitely, Night Hunter. Mm, glorious, gorgeous, phantasmal. Next. Next. All right. Next one is the Ran- Ranulist Sindana by OLED 2012. Uh, this Sindana is a pretty pretty simple one. It's um, got some nice energy colors. Nice, en- oh, nice energy use. It kind of looks like it would fit really well with the uh, Limbo Deluxe aesthetic. Sentient. There you go. It, it's, a, it's a very sentient appearance to it. It looks... Pretty damn good. I'm happy with that. That's cool. Yeah, it's nice. It's got some nice energy. I like it. I'm generally not a massive fan of the single thin Cyandanas, but it really depends on how this moves as well Yeah, when it comes to Cyandanas. So I think it looks nice and the colors take to it pretty well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it in the game. Absolutely. Where are we next? The Skilla Cyandana. Scylla? Skilla? I don't know. By Faven. Faven! Now, he hasn't called this a Grax, but it does have a very sort of Grenier feel to it, but also a little bit of... It's probably more infested than Grenier. Mm. It's nice. I like it. It's got a dangly thing. <laughs> you and your dangly things. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> but um. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it, it's clearly it actually dangles and it's going to wobble around as you walk. Yeah. Again, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the dangly thing, Cyandanas. I like something more elaborate. Personally, the the top portion looks like the lacet to me. It does a bit. <laughs> it's like the lacet with a very long, pointy tail. <laughs> Infested lacet. Infested. I don't know. <laughs> so I, yeah, I I kind of like it. the uh, The details are, are pretty pretty damn good. the The design is definitely unique. It's not overly elaborate, but it's just elaborate enough to to really define itself. Fair. I like it. Well done. Like a fantastic. Lot. Yeah. Okay. So this next one is the Suji Nasa or Blade of the Lotus Sindana by Beast Buster. And this is the one that's supposed to go alongside the Zephyr Blade of the Lotus. Indeed. And wow. <laughs> Just freaking wow. You know what this looks like? What? It looks like Mercy's Wings from Overwatch. We're going to see some people yep. doing Mercy Overwatch cosplay. Yep, definitely. Um, nothing wrong with that. <sighs> these look awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think this is exactly what was missing from that uh, Blade of Lotus skin. Yep, I like it. I'm on board. I'm a fan. Uh, lots of energy. Just very, very well done. It's it's energy really wings. quite nice. Energy wings. It's Indeed. fantastic. Love it. Now, the next one will also go really well on Zephyr in particular, but possibly anyone else as well. It is the Velesti Cyandana. Another designed by Lead 2012. Very sort of feathery. I really like it, but it's so hard to describe. 
Here's how it is. It looks like this, the wings of, oh, what was it called? I am showing my age here, but the Vulcan guy in Flash Gordon, the 1970s movie, <laughs> with their wings. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, not really. Damn, I'm old. <laughs> you are. Yeah, these, these look like really cool, old school, heavy on the feathers wings. Um, they don't actually fan out like big angel wings. They just hang down. They're, they're more like blades than wings, but they look like feathers. Um, I'm a big fan of this. I, Absolutely. I I'm, I'm actually going to be purchasing this one. Definitely. Uh, looking at the models they've actually got them set up on, there's definitely a lot of variety they've selected for models. So we got uh, Protea, Saren, and I think that's Rhino, maybe? Maybe Hildren? Hildren. Either either. They they all look fantastic on you know in each of the selected frames that they've got here. Mm. I yeah I'm in love with this. So the the color setups are are really nice. There's um again much like previously there's uh there's enough detail to def- to define it uh, as its own uh, own unique piece, but it's not overly detailed. I really really appreciate that. High five, lead twenty twelve. 2012, lead 2012, high five. Well done. All right, that's it for the sign down is on to the weapon skins. Weapons. All right, starting off with the Arashi Rapier skin by Lubox. And wow, this this Rapier skin looks phenomenal. It's, I, it's hard to explain. It's got some really nice metallics. Um, it looks like a needle. Ornate. It looks ornate, but also very... Oh, what's the word I'm going for? Ornate and savage, I guess. Savage. Yeah, it's it's, it's got a, a bit of a an uncouth vibe to it. You know, it's got the the delicate ornate gold trimmings, but then it has like a very red blade. Or it's not necessarily red, but a very. Mm, I, I'm I'm also I'm speaking more of like the guard here. Like oh. looking at the guard, it looks. Very industrial. It's like in ornate, uh, ornate industrial. Blah, 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 words. Steampunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could probably just simplify it to steampunk. Um, I'm not yeah, sure how I, I feel it. about it. I, I'm not a big fan of repairs, so it's all right. Good job, Blue Box. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it, it's not my thing, so I can't. I don't want to comment either way. Um, the next is the Eclipsa Staff by Lucino. You and it's very nice. It has two hoopy sections at the end. Um, again, kind of has a bit of a anime feel or a Final Fantasy feel. Again, I like it. It's nice. Mm, very unique design, um, especially with the loopy blades on either end, mm. and the, even the 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 connector to the the central staff that actually looks really unique um kind of like a solidified flame oh yeah there yeah like, that's nice yeah i do like that design that's a nice nice design by lukinu you good use of well um, color done. channels as well it's nice oh absolutely absolutely my nice um you know subtle metallics not nothing over the top which is really good yeah well done well done Okay, going into something a little bit more gruesome. Next up, we have the Grimstone Cleaver Heavy Blade skin by 
Voljorn, the graphic walrus. Again, um, I think this skin is kind of supposed to go with the ash skin uh, that we talked about in the very beginning. Quite possibly, yeah. Quite, quite possibly. It's it's an infested giant cleaver. Yeah, it's. Um, I like it. It is definitely yeah. infested. It looks like a rusty blade that then has grown <laughs> biological features. It's like it's like someone <laughs> someone used a giant butcher knife and left it on the the counter and forgot to wash it, and uh, it's just kind of gone gross. Come to life. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Almost enough to think, yeah, I will purchase that. But there's so many really good heavy blade skins. So many heavy it, blade skins that are good. Tough choice, but that's really nice. Interesting. Can't man. wait to see that one in game because I think I think that will actually be the decider. I feel like that's almost a, a must buy. It's pretty damn good. It it yeah, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, good work. Vacuum, va- gra- freaking hell, graphical walrus. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Took me a while to get that out. Next up, we have the Obernak, which is also a heavy blade skin. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Where um, Hildren had the kebab. This looks... No, 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 no. Grendel had the kebab. Grendel, thank you. Yes, that's the one. This looks like a... a I don't know how to describe this. It's a big <laughs> tube with lights on it. Uh, it looks like someone took the the love of the Quartac and Amphis and all those <laughs> kind of weapons and decided, let's make a heavy blade skin. <laughs> very, very Grenier based. Some people are going to love it. Some people will love it. I think if you're using the 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 Quartac and you love the Quartac uh, aesthetic, then this is definitely a skin for you. <laughs> um, interesting choice of design. Mm. I I kind I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Yeah, it, it's like a giant great sword taser. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It is <laughs> it is not for me. I think. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's a place in the world for it, and clearly it was voted for. So people like it. Yeah, and that was done by Void Punch. Good work, Void Punch. Punch that void. Well done. Well done. Take that void. Uh, next one is the Osiris polearm skin done by Lubox. Oh, wow. This is gorgeous. Yeah. Double-ended scythe. It's you know, amazing, amazing design. Great use of uh, the color scheme. Textures are fantastic. Metallics are fantastic. Just everything about this polearm is Fantastic. I agree. I think this is a must-buy. It's beautiful. It's freaking... Yeah, it's awesome. But one thing I will say, Lucas, just for you, because you are such a massive fan of Plague Doctors, looks like a Plague Doctor. (laughs) It it does. It does. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really Uh, love it. They've even got showing here um, of what it would look like being handled by a frame, and that just looks freaking awesome. I cannot wait to get my hands on this. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a must buy. Absolutely, hundred percent. Well done, Lou Box. Good work, Lou Box. Okay, next up we have the Undercutter by Felix Lionheart. This is a katana blade and comes with a sheath, of course. Uh, extremely futuristic. Looks like it would not go. It would. It would definitely suit. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, cyberpunk. 
the forthcoming game, Cyberpunk 2077. The fucking English is hard, isn't it? <laughs> Just take a deep breath, Gregory. <sighs> it's a nice looking sword. Very futuristic. That's what I'm trying to say. What do you think, Lucas? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's, it's a step away from corpus. It's very corpusy, but it's a step away from your yeah, general it's beyond the corpus. corpus. It, yeah, it's it's beyond the corpus. It's um, actually, you know what? This, if you have the right colors, this uh, katana skin would actually go really well with the um, the concept of the upcoming Zephyr Deluxe. Yeah, it probably would. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit! That is. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice skin. Good work, Felix Lionheart. Yeah. Well freaking done. Great great use of colours, great use of metallics. Nothing else I can yes. say. No, no <laughs> nothing much more to say. It's gorgeous. Alright, so that is the end of the weapon skins, and now we're moving on into the operator cosmetics. Starting off with the Blaze Oculus by Blazing Cobalt. And this is Freaking awesome. If you ever wanted to wear a pair of shades that emanated f- energy like fire, then fuck yes. <laughs> the name checks out. It does. It really <laughs> does. These are awesome. They're very, very interesting. It is. It looks like you've got a butterfly on your face that's just firing f- fire out of its wings. Uh, a flaming butterfly. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Um, and I can see people wearing these in the future. It's going to happen. It, of course it's going to happen. I will wear these in the future. There will be one person named Lucas wearing them. <laughs> well, At there least. might be more than one person <laughs> named Lucas wearing them. <laughs> we'll see. Next up, we have the Iria, which is another facial operator dearly. Uh, these are infested eye circlets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to call it. They go around your eyes. Yeah. Infested Oculus. There's no glass. They're not Oculuses if you're not looking Uh, through any of them. Eh, it's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Infested (laughs) Oculus it is. Operator eye accessory. There you are. That's what uh, uh, Dio calls them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're they're eye accessories, all right. I... Okay, if you have them with the right uh, operator setup, uh, mainly the uh, infested um, outfit are rewarded for Nightwave uh, Season 2, then these would look fantastic. Mm-hmm. These would definitely coincide with that Agreed. phenomenally. Almost too perfectly, to be honest. I, it, it almost feels like the uh, that Kakarot 28, uh, 2812 looked at that particular outfit and went, I want to design something that specifically goes with that. Possibly. But it's just infested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've done well. It's a good design. Absolutely love the the textures. Love the uh, the elaborate, um, the slight elaborate infested uh, details to it, and I love the the use of like the bone texture. Mm. Really, really well done. Yep, I do like that. Got to agree. And that's it for the operator pieces. Now we move on to the chest armor. Is this the first chest armor? To be released? I think. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not the first. No, there's been there's been chest piece armor uh, previously. I actually picked up one myself earlier this week. Uh, but this is the Zulata chest armor by Lead Twenty Twelve, infested glory. Uh, not infested. Sentient, uh, glorious chest piece armor. It 
looks awesome. It actually looks like you're wearing the face of a sentient on your chest. Yeah, it is pretty damn good, actually. It looks a lot like, um, what the hell's a stupid thing called? The Conculist? No. Are you thinking the one on planes, or? I'm thinking the one on, in the, that event that just happened recently. Oh, um. But now that I'm looking at it again, it looks not like that. I don't know. It's very sentient. Yeah, it looks like you're wearing a sentient. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're wearing, oh no, I've worked out who I think it looks like. Error. It looks like yeah, Era's it's got a little face. bit of an error vibe. It's got a bit of, a bit of an error vibe. I really like it. I like it. Led twenty twelve's yeah, been nice. working his ass off. Their ass off. I don't know. Led twenty twelve. Good freaking job. Led twenty twelve. Well done. Well done. I really like that. All right. Next, there are two landing craft skins. This is the first time landing craft skins were added to Tenogen. Well, it was added to Tenogen fairly recently, and these are the first two skins to be coming out. This first one is called Liliay. 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 There's too many vowels. <laughs> Liliay. Mantis skin. For the mantis, obviously. And this comes from Mace Madunusu's workshop. It's cool. Don't know what else to say. There's uh, a bit of a lotus design on it. It looks very sort of space-themed, as it should, because it is a, a landing craft in space. It's really cool. I like it. What do you think, Lucas? Yeah. Uh, with the right colours, the... You know, the, the, the main or the uh, additional parts of this design look very uh, constellation-like, mm. um, which I, I really can definitely get behind that. That's, that's a phenomenal design choice. Um, but if you look at all the different color options that they've given there as examples, they all look friggin' good. Like, this is a really good they, design. They do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of... A lot of uh, customization uh, possibilities with this that would absolutely look phenomenal and I I dig it. Yeah. I didn't think I did at first, but as it started to go through some of those um other color options, shit, this is good. Even the neon yeah. one looks good. Yeah. Damn. Good job. Damn. Mace Madunusu. Good job. Like it. Absolutely fantastic. And the absolute last skin we will be talking about this time around, we have the Lisette Mithra skin. And as you can already already tell, you know, it's a Mithra. It's going to have all those really cool uh, additions that Mithra usually do. And it does. And it looks freaking awesome. So this one, again, is by Likunu U. Uh, and I love it. Glowy bits. Glowy bits. Metallics. Yeah, it's really good. It's very nice. Very, very nice. Now, one thing i got to say about uh, the Mithra in general is it's almost borderlining Prime. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It looks awesome. Uh, they do actually show here that what it would look like on the uh, Prime Lisette, and I love it. It, Yeah. Prime Lisette, normal Lisette, either either, it looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks good in both cases. Very good job. Lucino, who has also been very busy doing lots of design work. Awesome. So that is Tenogen round 19. There are a lot of really, really good additions that are coming. Who knows how soon they're going to come, but my God, there's a lot of things I want to get. Ouch. Anything you want to say? Yeah, my wallet's already screaming at me. Yeah, same. <laughs> Especially those Sundanas. Those Sundanas are phenomenal. Yes. 
bunch of those Zion Dunners are fantastic. A few of those Warframe skins, a couple of the weapons. It's rare that there's, like, multiple things that I want from any Tenogen round. So, good job to all involved. Absolutely. All right, so that was our first Tenogen runway. I hope you enjoyed it. This was a format we did off the top of our head. So if you have a better suggestion for us in future, feel free to reach out and let us know. But felt good to me. What do you think, Lucas? I felt pretty damn good about it. Good. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on to our beginner and advanced topics for this week. Beginner topic is how to get Tenogen. So it's pretty straightforward and easy. On PC, you buy it on Steam, and you can only buy it on Steam, so if you use Discord, you need to go to Steam to get <laughs> Tenogen, and you need to buy it with real money. Now, keep in mind that these the DE actually splits the profits with the designer, and that's why you need to pay for it with real money. However, on consoles, it works a little bit differently because... They've just got a different process and there's a different process for approvals and all sorts of things. So on Xbox One, PS4 and Switch, you need to purchase them from the market or from your arsenal using Platinum. Discounts do not apply to Tenogen because they need to split the uh, amounts with the people who designed them and I don't think it's built into the contract probably because it works differently. Uh, the The... Discounts pop up randomly, so I, th I think it's just too hard to work into the contract, probably. That's my guess. How do you know that it's Tenogen? Well, it will have a little diamond in the top right-hand corner, a light blue diamond with what looks like a hammer over an Excalibur head. <laughs> and that basically means it's Tenogen. So if you see a little light blue triangle in the corner, that's Tenogen. So you can't use any of your coupons uh, for logging in. Uh, for those, but you can use them on anything else. Keep that in mind. Also keep in mind that Xbox One and PS4 have both had years of Tenogen approval, so there's a lot more stuff in their markets compared to the Switch. Certain items in those markets may not be yet approved for the Switch. So yeah, that's why the Switch market is lighter than everywhere else, but it is catching up. And the PC tends to get Tenogen rounds much earlier than consoles, as the approval process, as I mentioned, is far easier to navigate, and that's because it doesn't involve a third party. So, yeah, we probably won't see these on consoles until later in the year. But, yeah, PC, you'll be seeing them within the next week or so. And that's that. Anything else you want to talk about with regards to getting Tenogen, Lucas? Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Cool. On to advanced topic. Go. Advanced topic. All right. Now, this one's got a bit of an interesting setup, and so let's kind of just jump into it. And, Greg, you might want to mute yourself because yeah, I might have you in fits of laughter. <clears throat> Congratulations. You just completed the star chart. It was a long journey, but here you are. Now you're asking yourself, what comes next? What can I do with all this free time on my hands? Well, brought to you by the Arbiters of Hexus, we introduce Arbitrations. What are arbitrations, I hear you asking? Well, arbitrations in the short of things are enhanced tests of skill and survivability that periodically change. Each time the arbitration changes, a random frame and weapon will be selected to gain an obscene power boost only accessible during that specific challenge. And much like sorties, the Warframe you take into mission must be rank 30. But what makes an arbitration different from normal mission? Good question, Tenno. Well, you see, arbitration enemies start at level 60 to 80, and if that's not enough, 
Getting down results in instant death, no bleed out, and no self-revival. So if you go alone, once you die, it's all over. However, if you decide not to play the lone wolf and take some friends along, then your runway, well, runway actually live on. Let's welcome the Arbitration Shield Drone. These nasty little bots are designed to make arbitrations more difficult as they grant nearby enemies complete damage and frame ability immunity. In fact, they themselves are immune to warframe abilities, so take them out quickly. These tie in with being downed as while a player is eating dirt alongside that desert skate, the Arbitration Shield Drones drop Resurgence tokens. Take five tokens to the nearest spawned Revive Tower and bring that teammate back from the dead. So if you think you're ready to take on the Arbiter's Challenge, you had better be prepared. Arbiters of Hexus claim no responsibility for any grievous body harm the Tenor may receive. Yeah, that was entertaining because you did very, very, very well. Yeah, so that comes about because we had people asking about arbitrations in the Discord. So here you go. We, we've done it now. We've explained yeah, what they are. Just, just a, just a basic overview of of what a arbitration is. Hell yeah! All right. Um, <laughs> where are we, Lucas? What are we up to? <gasps> Community call out. Yeah. I don't think we've got any community call outs this week, do we? Uh, let's call out the community. You guys rock. You're awesome, community. <laughs> Good job. All right, Yay. reviews update. There are no new reviews. Sad Panda. Boo. So we're still at 129 like we were last week, but we did have one in the backlog, and that is an email that comes from Aslan. This was much, much longer. We've actually split it. So Lucas is going to read part of the email, and then the rest is in Dr. Cephalon. So go for it, Lucas. All right. <clears throat> email. Cry Aslan. Hey, gang. As always, you guys rock. Greg, I hope the extra time from not doing minis has had a positive effect on you. Lucas, your excitement over the last few episodes has been contagious. Love the discussions and the banter. Can't wait to hear what crazy builds you guys come up with when swapping abilities. Thank you, Aslan. Aw, thanks, Aslan. And yes, the um, extra time, well... Initially, no, the extra time from not doing minis did not have a positive effect because I decided to take that extra time and start doing other things like a dickhead. Did a whole (laughs) other podcast that took up so much of my time. Really enjoyed it though, but I'm now on hiatus for that podcast and yeah, it's having a positive effect. Greg's feeling. Yay, positive effect. (sighs) And yes, Lucas uh, does get excited and sometimes we have to calm him down. Calm down, Lucas. You'll never calm me down! Never! (laughs) Never! Never! (laughs) All right. Thank you. Very nice review. Thank you. We love good feedback. And we love bad feedback. We love all kinds of feedback. Give us feedback. We love feedback. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) All right. So where are we up to now? Dr. Cephalon. Dr. Cephalon. Yeah. All right. It is time for Dr. Cephalon. Now, this is an Aslan rant. And I must say, this does include spoilers. We just decided to talk about it because it is a really good topic. But it's also a topic about something that if you've been playing Warframe for any amount of time, you've got to know that these things exist in the game. But if you don't want to hear about spoilers, skip the next 10 minutes or so, or because it's the end of the episode, you can stop here, I guess. We won't, our feelings won't be too hurt. Maybe. <laughs> um, but, yes, we're going to plow right into spoiler territory, so you have been warned. One more time, spoilers. Eh, eh, eh. Spoiler warning. Exactly. Here we go. <coughs> Dear Dr. Cephalon, 
Last week you talked about Warframe potentially changing towards a space epic versus space ninja epic. What if the shift was towards the spoiler mode epic instead? I remember taking control over something during the spoiler reveal mission, the second dream. No, actually, when you take control over the those things, that was the war within. I don't think we've used the ability since then. And the first hint of us doing it is with the upcoming mech suits. Now, I will disagree with that because that is the whole idea behind how you can you control the warframes. But anyway, moving on. Then we also have the Daviri Paradox, which is, which the only thing we seem to know about is that the spoiler mode is older and foresaw the future by hiding a gun. Ropololis and Eidolons require the spoiler mode to be dealt with. Kuva farming also requires spoiler mode, depending on the mode. With what we know, we celebrate the many Warframes and what they are able to do, but ultimately, the Tenno is the one pulling all the strings. What do you think? Do you think the Tenno are entering the spotlight more? Would you want them to be played more? How would you feel about there being missions that require you to be in Tenno mode for most or some, some or most of it? I know for me, I always kind of wish that when I come to my orbiter, I go to my orbiter as my operator with my Warframe situated on the Arsenal slab. Lengthy topic is lengthy, but all good things. So, too long, didn't mm. listen. <laughs> the spoiler mode, or the operator, has been entering the game more and more over time. Do we think this is going to be more common? I think the answer is quite simply yes. I I agree. Like, we are definitely seeing um, more prevalence of the operator enter the game, uh, especially in the upcoming update. Uh, and, and in fact, any of the open world updates, they've kind of mentioned that the the operator are a uh, needed necessity for uh, some of the content, which is has always been, in my opinion, something good as it really adversitizes the the role you play in the game. You mean diversi diversifies? D yeah, diversifies words. Words are hard. Words are hard. Yeah, I agree. It does. Now, some people think that it is taking away from the core aspect of Warframe being that space ninja epic. I like the idea of diversification, though. I think that's... It's really the game needs it. If we just keep building on top of that old space ninja thing, which is great and fun, don't get me wrong, eventually it'll get boring. We need to move into something different. We need to expand the game. The problem we've had, of course, is tying those aspects into the rest of the game. I really like the idea that the operator is going to have its own mech suit. Is it a bit weird that we, as the operator, are already operating a biological mech suit in the Warframes, and now we're going to have a more mechanical mech suit? Yeah, okay, it's kind of weird, but who gives a shit? It's going to be fun. <laughs> What I do want to see, though, if we do see the Tenno starting to enter the, the conversation a little bit more, uh, I want to see the Tenno movement to be less clumsy, less cl clunky. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of see where you're coming from there, but in that respect, um, I think where their movement is currently fits quite well with uh, how the story's played out um, with them being in a seat for many 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 days um, so their their legs are a bit on the on the sleepy side 
Uh, that's why they appear to be so clumsy with their movements. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it makes <laughs> sense from that perspective, but it's just not fun to play. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the thing. But I like the fact that you've got to use Operator for Ropalolist and Eidolons. Love the fact that you've got to use it for certain Kuva farming. Is it a pain in the ass doing it during Kuva farming? Yes, but that's just because of the situation of buttons on a controller. I don't even know how to do it on PC. Jeez. Uh, five. Oh, okay. Thanks. That was <laughs> so that's not that hard. But yeah, I I do want Tenno to be played more. I would be interested in seeing a mission that has that is just for the Tenno. That would be really Tenno cool. specific. Yeah, which I think that's kind of what. Uh, Deviru Paradox is aiming to be. Oh, we have no idea, really, but yeah, it seems to be. From what we've seen. From from what we've seen. That's that's kind of what they showed. Now, the as far as the mechs go, I, I feel like these are different from Warframes. Now, Warframes are more uh, squishy, more athletic. Yeah, more athletic, more squishy kind of uh, mech suit, whereas these Necromechs look tanky they look like they're supposed to take a beating so it's kind of like you have your warframes for when you're supposed to do stealth or acrobatic kind of combat and now you have your necromex for when you're supposed to take on you know face tanking um and then battles that are just less uh maybe overwhelming is the word you're looking for not yeah, less overwhelming, yeah. more overwhelming. <laughs> more, more, more overwhelming. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking less uh, maneuverability. Yeah, L- less maneuverability is needed. Yeah, I, I think you're a hundred percent spot on with that. I think yeah, the Warframe's going to be the, the ninja, and the um, uh, the suit, the mechs are going to be face tank. <laughs> Good way of putting it. Fa- face tank, you're yeah. Probably, you're probably right. <laughs> now, one thing we do need to clear up is I don't think you are 100% going to be using those Necromex outside of Demos, at least initially. So, while it seemed to have been confirmed that it was going to be in every open world, there was an interview with Sheldon that came out during the week where he didn't state that outwardly. He basically said it is something that they're looking to do but they need to think about how that would work within the law. Maybe they've already figured that out. Maybe it is going to come out, but just in case it doesn't, this is- For now, it will just be the Heart of Deimos. (laughs) For now, it's probably just the Heart of Deimos. We don't know. Deimos, Deimos. But if it's everywhere, fantastic. If it's not, we're just clarifying. Yeah, operators, uh, as as far as the, the versatility of the game goes, the operators tie into the story and are as- as mentioned, you know, they, the, the ones that actually pull the strings. So with those people that are upset about the operators getting more spotlight, I'm sorry to say, but as the story advances, so do the mechanics. And one of the mechanics is the operator. Yeah, the operator is going to get far more spotlight. <laughs> pull your head in. Jeez. All right. Anything else you want to say on that particular topic? Uh, no, I think I think we kind of covered everything quite well. Yeah. Um, in reality, that could have been a whole episode topic in itself, probably more of a broadcast topic, <laughs> but yeah, great question. Great question. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings us to an end for episode 110, another lengthy one, but Tenno Gen Runway is fun. 
if you want to reach out to us, we're Warf- no, we're not Warframe.com. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what did I go there for? CephalonSquared.com is the website to go. You'll be able to join our Discord, Facebook, all those fun places. Send us an email, all of that stuff. If you'd like to support us, CephalonSquared.com forward slash support is the place to go. We are entirely self-funded, but, you know, it doesn't cost us much to do what we're doing. So we'll always be free, all of that jazz. Uh, but thanks to those of you that do choose to support us. And now would be a good time to thank those people. What do you think, Lucas? I think... Thank you, Jellybug1799. And I think, thank you, Sula. Thank you, Lord Friesan. Thanks, Danny Than. Thank you, Knight Rider 8503. Thanks, Coyote PX. Thank you, Soundwave. Thanks, Jackson31. Thank you, Kimtail. Thank you, Shazim. Thank you, Implosive underscore MKV. Thanks, Dylan Braun. Ah, thank you, Solarian. Uh, thank you, Ponytail. And thank you, the Dutch Master. The Dutchie himself. The duchy himself. Pass the duchy to the left-hand side. Or whatever. <laughs> we'll keep him right where he is, because he's all right. <laughs> anyway, thank you to all you good people for continuing to support us. We really do appreciate it, and we're able to fix things and get shit happening without having to struggle for a while like we used to when the show first started. So thank you very much. Uh, thank you to everyone out there, however, that just keeps coming back week by week and listening, because without you, there wouldn't be a listener base, and who knows, there may not have ended up being a show if people didn't listen, uh, but you do, so we are appreciative of it. Thank you for everyone who joined our Discord and our Facebook groups. Yeah, they're just awesome. Everyone's awesome. You're all awesome. My name's Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules everywhere that I can be. Who are you, Lucas? My name is Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight all over the interwebs, S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Our community is awesome. You guys are fantastic, and I love you guys so damn much. Oh, isn't he a sweetie? Anyway, I was getting rambly before, so probably the best I start to wrap this up. Thanks to Yarn at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. Thank you to you for listening to yet another episode of Cephalon Squared. When we come back next, we will be talking Heart of Demos. Get excited. Get pumped, because we are... Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.